As long as I'm president of the United States, Iran will never be allowed to have a nuclear weapon. And the president alerting Congress tonight the U.S. will respond with force if Iran retaliates for the drone strike that killed top Iranian commander Qasem Soleimani. One year ago this week, more than half a million Hong Kongers hit the streets. Their anger targeted Chief Executive Carrie Lam and a controversial extradition bill. Their fear, it would give Beijing the power to disappear people in Hong Kong into China's opaque legal system. For months, Australia has endured the most prolonged and destructive bushfire emergency in Myanmar. The storm cell is developed to the north with heavy wind gusts toward the southwest. Fire just hit trigger point three. It's making a run. WHO says there are a lot of unknowns about this disease from the source to how it spreads and its clinical features. We don't know the source of this virus. We don't understand how easily it spreads. It's urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus that has now killed more than 100 people. The total number restrictions. They don't want to see a repeat of SARS similar to this, we think, uh, which happened back in 2002. If anything kills over 10 million people, in the next few decades, it's most likely to be a highly infectious virus. What is the most resilient parasite? A bacteria? A virus? An intestinal worm? podcast show dedicated to help you thrive for greatness thrive for greatness this guy is phenomenally passionate about what he does how freaking amazing she is so skilled and so qualified and I highly recommend him without a doubt the best funnel builder I've ever come across yeah, really, really into the detail and cannot recommend him highly enough. Lightning was efficient and fast, but he understood the project. The person who built our entire funnel from beginning to end and has been with us since day one is Jameer. Nothing but up. Nothing the podcast. Up. The podcast. The podcast. With your host, Jameer and Jameer and Jameer and Jameer. Flexing. All right, guys, welcome to the podcast. This is Jameer Angelo, your host for Nothing But Up the Podcast. And uh, yeah, this is episode 21, guys, season one. And I'm um, coming to you live here from my simple home office in the province of South Cotabato. So, guys, I mean, this, this episode is going to be our last episode uh, for this year. Uh, year 2020 and uh, how cool does it get then to end this year uh, with my brothers uh, from Cebuano Hoops Live so they'll be joining us today we'll be having Mark Malazarte uh, Jerry brother Miggs and uh, brother Jaff on today's show 
and uh, we'll be bringing them in uh, later, later on our show today. So just hang in there, stick around, and I promise you, we'll be having a blast um, on today's episode. So anyway, quickly, guys, um, I just want to give my shout outs to Cusina Kinse. Uh, this is owned and managed by Ma'am Angie Elliptico. Uh, thank you also to Eman Elliptico uh, for gracing us and uh, accommodating us last week. Uh, Cusina Kinse, guys, uh, best resto uh, in the house. You can visit them just right beside uh, Rapidi. And uh, as always, Thank you so much to uh, Mr. Dave Maestro-Campo of uh, Coles Kansi uh, for sponsoring our show. Uh, you've been with us for quite a while now. Uh, I think we're right about, what, three months? Uh, three months on? Every, every episode you're, you're with us and really appreciate you for, for you know, uh, supporting me and the show. And most importantly, guys, uh, if you're around the corner, or I mean, if, even if you're not, I mean, drop by. Our Facebook uh, page, that's MJM Apparel. Um, our shop is now open, uh, but you can always check out our, our Facebook page. Uh, you know, if, you, if you're digging some authentic and original bags, you know, shoes. We also have replica caps, uh, dresses, T-shirts at very, very affordable prices. And uh, lastly, thank you so much for everybody uh, that has supported uh, the show. Amazingly enough, uh, people are tuned in, uh, you know, from 13 uh, different countries. Um, we are also having over 2,000 downloads and over 10,000 listens and hits uh, spread all around the globe across. So thank you so much. Uh, we, you can check us out on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. And uh, two weeks ago, we are on Podplay uh, as well. So if you just came across this episode, it's never too late, guys. Please follow us on YouTube, Funnel Expert PH. And also check us out on uh, Facebook. That's Funnel Expert PH. And you can check us out, again, as what I mentioned, on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all those uh, platforms, podcasting platforms, I mean. So, again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Appreciate you uh, for appreciate all of you. Uh, for the support and love. Um, anyway, let's uh, try and dive in to our topic today. So, uh, from a deadly pandemic to a global movement of racial injustice. Uh, at least for me, the year 2020 has already experienced its fair share of world-shifting events. And uh, it's just a few more days from being over or wrapping up uh, 2020. And uh, this year has been really, really crazy. I think not just for me, uh, but for, for most of us, uh, perhaps. And this year is indeed unforgettable, at least in a very personal standpoint. Because, you know, um, I, I lost my, my father uh, this year, uh, February that was. And uh, having him gone was just literally the start of it. Um, but I learned a really hard lesson uh, with, you know, my, my dad passing away. You just gotta have to stay positive all the time, guys. Uh, that's all I can say. Well, positive, not in the sense with, you know, being positive with drugs or with COVID-19, no pun intended there. 
um, just be positive all the time, guys. I mean, that's that's all that you can probably you know do with, with all the craziness uh, that we've we've experienced uh, for 2020. And uh, 2020 has indeed taught me how to stay strong despite you know uh, whatever fucking situation I was in. Uh, this year taught me to be more patient. Um, this year also taught me to become much more smarter. Um, and when I lost my dad, I had to, you know, abruptly adjust. Um, I had to. Uh, but one thing which, which I found really odd was that it, it never sinked in uh, during that moment. Um, it was when I was already home, when I was here. Um, and away from my mom, away from my siblings, my relatives, uh, losing him was so damn, damn tough for me that, that I, had to, uh, I had a very difficult time uh, coping up. I became so dreaded with work, um, and I worked over 18 hours a day, every day for like seven months. Um, my sleeping habits were terrible, eating habits even more. Um, it, it really took the toll on me. Um, eventually, but just this September, I found out that I have uh, diabetes. So, really, I cried like shit, knowing how deadly the sickness is. And man, I really panicked. I have, I have six kids, and I have a loving partner, and I can't have this shit in me, man. Um, I just can't. I, I can't imagine having to leave, you know, all of them. But somehow it really turned out to be a blessing in disguise, I guess, um, because I figured it's, it's never too late. Um, I took it so seriously that I had to immediately shift my, my lifestyle uh, in an instant. And I have to admit, the, the journey wasn't easy, uh, totally. It, it's never going to be. But, you know, with my wife, my partner, Macy, with me and, you know, my awesome support group and with a you know, with the people that I am, you know, uh, with close ties with, um, I know I'll, I'll definitely surpass this shit. And, uh, um, you know, December 22nd, um, I'm going to be having my fourth uh, checkup. Um, we'll be visiting my doctor and we'll see what's up. Uh, but on a brighter side, business has been very phenomenal and, uh, you know, I think uh, this is the only positive situation 2020 has given me, uh, as far as I know. And I was able to also help, you know, at least businesses across the globe and also made money for, for myself um, in that time frame. But on a personal take, I mean, 2020 overall is the most memorable and unforgettable year I ever had in my 38 years of existence. So, guys, I'd really love to hear from you. Um, how was the year 2020 for you? I mean, for all of you tuned in right now, drop your comments below and we'll go through that, you know, on our entire episode today. Um, I will probably try and put that in so just, you know, people can literally see. So, you know, just a little inter interaction with you will not hurt. So don't be shy. We'll be having... Phenomenal guys with us on our show today. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm truly, truly hoping that you're going to be loving this episode because um, I'm pretty much excited with it. So I think for now, um, let's try and get our sponsor today. Um, just try to get a quick word from them.
Um, stick around. Uh, in a little while, we'll be, you know, getting into the topic today. We'll go through that. But uh, then again, for now, let's just try and get a quick word from our sponsor. As they say, food takes people to places. So during these crazy times, one can take his taste buds on a trip to Western Visayas by trying out one of its specialties. If you've ever been to Negros Occidental you may have already tried its famous comfort food. Can't see. It's a dish made with slow-cooked beef shanks and deep sour broth soup. Bacolod City is particularly famous for Kansi. It's an iconic longo dish that is now available in Cebu. Good news for Cebu onos. You can now indulge with a bowl or two of Kansi and Cebu. Introducing Coles Kansi. Located in the heart of Cebu. Open to serve you daily to order. Visit and message them on Facebook. Satisfy your craving and relieve that stress away. Coles Kansi. An iconic longo dish that is now available in Cebu. I'm always flexing. Guys, we're back. Uh, again, this is Nothing Without the Podcast, episode 21. Uh, the year-end review for this year, 2020. And uh, guys, we have the men and the minds behind hoops and NBA basketball. We have Cebuano Hoops Live, the entire crew's here. And I think let's dive right in and get our hands dirty, guys. Okay, so first up, we have the proud owner of 032 Kicks by Miller. The owner of Jam Bakes and a very successful entrepreneur um, himself, who freaking owns over 200 pairs of sneakers and shoes, man. <laughs> he is also a huge LeBron fan. All right, guys, welcome back to our show. We have Mark Miller Malazarte. All right, I'm going to bring you in now, bro. Hi, bro. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, good evening, guys. All right, wherever you are watching us, um, nothing but up. And um, glad to be in the show. One thing, though, all right, um, I like the intro, except for one part. <laughs> dude, dude, I did that intentionally, uh, literally for you, man. All right, all right. But anyway, Mark, uh, bro. here for having us here. Awesome, man. Awesome. Anyway, um, anyone you'd, you'd like to greet tonight um, before we start? Um, basically, just um, Jambi in the other room. Uh, she already arrived. Um, when we were backstage, she, she came in, told her that we're going live in a bit. And um, yeah, people from Bogo. I'll be traveling to Bogo tomorrow, so I'll be seeing you guys. By DJ Andre of Hog FM. Shout uh out. -huh. <laughs> So that's it. That's it. All right, man. Again, Mark, I know it's really short notice, bro. And, uh, you know, I was really thinking uh, about a few days ago, I was thinking that, you know, your schedules might not fit because usually we yeah. don't do broadcast with Cebuano Hoops Live on a Friday night and especially at a seven in the evening. So <laughs> I was so hesitant and I'm really, really happy uh, that I have all of you uh, tonight. Sure. So... Bro, stick around. I'm going to jump in to our next, uh, you know, guest on today's show. All right. So, <clears throat> guys, next up, we have a solid veteran here in the BPO industry. 
worked for over a decade now, uh, as far as I know. However, he started as a medical transcriptionist, uh, you know, way before. And uh, he is also, uh, he is currently, I mean, working as a supervisor for Office Partners 360. Our gals pride, no other than Brother Jerry. Jerry in the house, yo. I'm going to bring you in, bro. All right. All right. Good evening, everyone. I'm Marky Mark and Jameer. How are you guys? I'm good, good, good. What's I'm happening, man? Yeah. How are you doing? Uh, you know what? I'm good. I'm good, actually. So, yeah. Uh, well, I just want to greet uh, first my family, uh, my father and mother in Argao, uh, my brothers, uh, Charles Michael and Eric Bynamaris. That's That's it. Thank you, guys. Awesome, awesome, man, awesome, man. Stick around, brother Jerry. We're gonna we're gonna go and introduce our next uh, our next guest. All right, we're gonna bring you in by oh, one sure. by one. All right. Anyway, third on our list, we have a former high school basketball coach uh, from Ormoc City, a basketball Whoa. junkie who plans to retire. He said, "As age seventy-seven, <laughs> he loves dogs and the style. If you know what I mean." <laughs> holds the MCBL record for most high fives and claps in a single game. God damn it. This one's really awesome. Let's welcome to inner show today. We have Migs on, 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 on uh, nothing but out the podcast. Migs, I'm going to bring you in now, bro. Your hey mic guys. is all right. Yeah. Hey, guys. I, I dare you to beat my MCBL record, huh? Uh, I, I clapped so hard. I gave out so many high fives that day. I was out for the season. Injured out for the season. Sorry. Brother Mix, I'm happy that you were not injured, man, with, with those numbers of claps you had. I set the bar high. Set the bar high. All right. right there, right there, right there, brother. Anyway, uh, Mix, brother Mix, um, anyone you, you would want to greet uh, on today's show, man? Go on. Yeah, just a quick shout out to, uh, of course, the Kapai family. Uh, my parents are always, as always, listening right in the other room. Uh, my brother Paolo, and of course to Aika, again, six hundred uh, <laughs> other uh, profiles. <laughs> she's, she's helping. She's helping this this uh, live stream too. So Jamir, awesome. Aika, thank you. <laughs> Mamaika, good evening to you if you're watching. Appreciate you for supporting our show. Migs, hang in there. Brothers, hang in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna be introducing our final final guest uh, on today's show. And uh, yes, what I mentioned finally. Uh, again, he is a basketball aficionado himself. Um, res resident as a one hoops mainstay, live podcaster, and host, a former radio DJ, guys. We have Brother Jeff. Guys, I know that you have something to say for Brother Jeff. Uh, let's roast him tonight. <laughs> I'm going to bring in Jeff now, okay? All right, go. Brother, how are you, man? <laughs> hey, man. I got to say this right off the bat. You know how when back in like the early 2000s where they'd have the last, the best player come out, and then everybody's like, you know, high-fiving on all, all the rows. Man, that's what it feels like right now yeah, to me. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, though. It feels, it feels good to be back on air, man. It feels good to, 
So I'm the worst player. You're saying? <laughs> no, you're the point guard. The point guard always goes first. You know, I'm the one high fiving everybody. I'm the one, you know, getting everybody in the group and saying, "Let's do this. Let's go." So I'm excited, man. It's been a while, so, so you're, you know, it's just good to be back. So let's do this. Awesome, I'm the oh man. right, no, I'm I'm LeBron. You're Mario Chalmers in this situation. <laughs> God damn. This one heck of an example you Jay, have there, Jay. Jay, yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did Mario Chalmers um, say to LeBron uh, when they had their argument? <laughs> I don't know, but LeBron, but LeBron James the is still going. Mario Chalmers doesn't have a job. He told, That's he what told, I know. Uh, LeBron James, the B word, man. <laughs> oh, fuck, really now? Yeah, <laughs> Yo, 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 Jeff, Jeff, before we start the show, bro, any anyone you would want to greet, uh, you know, on today's episode, bro. For sure, man. Let's start off with the fact that number one, shout out to my hoops brothers, man. We back. That's what's we back, we back. I haven't seen Mark. I haven't seen Mark's bald head in a long time. I haven't seen Jerry cover up his hair in a long time. And there you go. This is one of the few times. Yeah. This is one of the few times I actually see Miggy on video, and he looks like he's some in some kind of scary movie, bro. What the hell with the lighting, man? I'm good so far. Get that together, bro. Hey. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can here. Yeah. Hey, I brought know, himself, uh, hey, he brought uh, himself a, a, a ring light for for a podcast I episode. No, hey man, you got that. You know, he he's got that Ormok glow going. You know, I love it. Uh -huh. I, I, it shaved, glow. I shaved for this show. I mean, guys, yeah, yeah. So cool. again, for, for, for all of you, man, uh, from, from, from me here, I appreciate you for hanging out tonight. Um, I know this one's going to be a really, really epic. Um, but again, I think the dream team is back guys, yes, right? Sir. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And I know the, I know the NBA is going to be starting real fucking soon, man. But but today is going to be different. Um, as much as I'd love to talk about, you know, the NBA, as this coming season is perhaps one of the craziest uh, and maybe the, the the busiest off season I can remember. Um, I was really meaning to to have all of you uh, for for this last episode this year, 2020. And uh, I would really love to get more intimate with with all of you guys and pick your brain about about our topic today. So um, yeah, cool. I mean, first things first, maybe um, as what we asked you, um, as what we asked our audience. I mean, um, how was the year twenty twenty for you? I mean, business, relationships, or maybe just life in general. Let's kick things off with with Mark, uh, bro. Take it away. All right, so um, 2020, um, for business, I guess, just like everybody, um, but uh, the thing is that we're surviving. Um, good thing with me and my guys is that we're like, um, we're survivors. Whatever like obstacle like um, we faced, we really find ways towards like, um, um, not just fixing them, but how do you say it? Like, um, for us to surpass, uh, mm -hmm. whatever is in, uh, whatever problems in front of us though, business wise, um, I think, um, we're doing okay, but 
honest to goodness, I mean, a big percentage was really um, was really like um, taken because of the pandemic, oh, and um, yeah, somehow this pandemic also um, somehow brought families um, closer, much closer. Uh, okay, yeah, mine included, mainly because we were just like staying at home. Uh, for like few months or uh, probably six, six, five, six months, and um, yeah, basically all we all we actually see uh, we we always see each other like every day. That's mm-hmm. the thing. So we had a chance. I mean, the pandemic for me is like a blessing in disguise, mainly because it gave us like um, the opportunity to really like um, do things that we were not. That we can't or we won't do, right? Can't mm-hmm. and won't either. Either of the two, if um, everything was just like um, normal, right? So we were forced to stay at home. So mm-hmm. we had a chance to just sit and talk with the family, all right. I had the opportunity to watch a lot of movies, all right, which I was really planning to do a long <laughs> time. Ago. So um, I, I, I did watch a lot of movies. And um, apparently, it also gave me the opportunity to somehow um, um, get back into my my um, collection because I, uh-huh. I love toys and um, Gundam. So somehow, I was able. I had time to assemble um, the toys. Right? <laughs> you and, had the patience to do that, huh? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, overall, for me. 2020 was was bad but it was also good in some in some ways but personally i really wasn't that much affected mainly because um we were able to work from home mm-hmm. and um since we're in sales so basically our income would really depend on like what you do True. on a daily basis so but um but then again um a lot of um things changed all right, because of the pandemic, and we're still adjusting up until up until now. I agree, man. I agree, and I'm really happy, bro. This despite uh, all the craziness that we've we've all faced uh, for this year, you were able to sur- surpass those challenges, man. And I, I know for sure that I mean, um, you know, with, with business wise, it's December. You know, like last quarter, last month of the year. A lot of things that you need to do, you know, as as far as business is concerned, you know, with all the taxes and shit. So, <laughs> you know so that the reason why we weren't able to like go broadcast in one hoops live yeah. for, for like a month or two now. It's but been over a month. Uh, yeah, maybe two months, the longest yeah. maybe. I one think more, so. one of the things that I like because uh, one of the positive things um, of the pandemic that cost me, I got to get more shoes. <laughs> all the shoes are on sale right now, man. All the shoes are on sale. <laughs> and I know you'll notice that, bro. I know you'll notice that. They're, they're, they've been like all over the place. Even Titan 22 um, are on sale. So yeah. I was you like, what, what the, two, the hell's here for 10000 So For sure. For I sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What, what, about, what about you, brother, brother Jeff? Uh, I'd like to pick your brain too, man. I mean, how was your year 2020 uh, in general? Um, you know, right, right. Yeah, um, I just want to piggyback off what Mark said, and I think it goes or it applies to a lot of what 
people are going through. You know, you're stuck at home. There, the pandemic kind of hit us. I think what was it like mid March or something, or moving towards April, and then uh, the whole country, February, I guess, was February, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere around that time, the whole country just basically shut down, and not just the mm -hmm. Philippines, but basically everywhere else around the world. And business-wise, it's been good. I mean, it's been fine. You know, a lot of what I do now is both in the digital space and mm -hmm. get, and a lot of my day job can be transitioned online. So it wasn't really much of a problem doing that. Mm -hmm. And in terms of, and really just piggybacking off of what Mark said, which I thought was definitely something that a lot of people can probably relate to, it definitely forced you to be closer with people who are at home with you. And mm -hmm. I've been, and I'm blessed and cursed at the same time with siblings who are like me. And that's not, and that's both a good and a bad thing because it can get really annoying, can get really fun. And I know Miggy can relate to this because he has a brother who's, you know, very into hoops, very into debating, very into a lot of things that I like. So it's just been, I've realized that, you know, it, it does bring your family a lot closer. And again, I've been pretty mm -hmm. blessed to have that. And man, it's just been crazy. Talking about one thing that I really liked about this year that I, that I really need to mention is that mm -hmm. I, I kind of got the I know what it I finally know what it felt like to be a celebrity or at least a small one at that because uh -huh. I got to do a little bit of DJ time at the beginning of the year and then I remember when Mark hit me up I was in I was staying at a condo at the time and he said hey you know let's do this podcast for Subana Hoops Live and I'm like yeah let's do it. And then I remember I met Jerry. I'm like, who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> what? 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 Like, okay, so I finally got to meet Jerry. I've never seen Jerry in person. Like, that's the funniest thing about this whole pandemic. Really now, huh? I haven't seen yeah, Jerry yeah. in person. Like, my brothers ask me all the time, like, have you met him in person? I'm like, if I ran him, if I ran into him in the street, or if he's like with me by the Jeep, I'm probably gonna elbow him sometime and we're probably getting the tussle. I'm like, oh, you're Jerry? Oh, that's you, bro. <laughs> oh, it's you. Look at that. <laughs> so I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. But that's the funny thing about the pandemic. People just yeah. meet through here. I'm, I've been pretty blessed to meet Jerry as well. Jerry's pro Jerry's a friend that I've now had that I met online. It's like it's like Tinder, bro. <laughs> I met you on I met you on you know Streamyard, bro. It's like weird. So, that's so weird. Jeff, are you right? I left right with Jerry. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? Are you are you what? Are you going to swipe left or right with Jerry? Nah, I'm going to turn off the damn thing. I'm not going to swipe left. I'm just going to turn the damn thing off when I see his face. Like, shit, god damn. Throw that thing away. It's useless to delete that app, you know? <laughs> but yeah, uh, Brother Jameer, just, uh, it's, it's been a, it's been an up and down year, really. A lot of different challenges as well. Personally, you know, uh, I, I'm speaking from one end of the spectrum, but on the other end, mm -hmm. I would want to respect those who've been through a tough year yourself. It hasn't been the easiest of years for a lot of people as well, and I can totally respect that. Uh, mm -hmm. But alluding to the title of this podcast, hey, you know, it's nothing but up from here. It's nothing but up. So let's see how 2021 folds or unfolds, sorry. And, you know, it's been an okay year overall i can't say that it's been a bad year though a lot of shit mm -hmm. has happened for sure but you know nothing but up from here let's go awesome man and uh brother jeff appreciate you for sharing that man um yeah it's it's been quite a tough year for for, for most of us uh definitely and uh since we've roasted jerry uh let's let's <laughs> let's get your take on this man how was your year bro 
2020, how did it affect you or what are the positives perhaps that you got for, for this year? Yeah, uh, like Brother Jeff said, it's been a um, really tough year. Uh, a lot of shit happened uh, this year. Uh, for me, it's really a forgettable year. Um, worst year for me in my 25 years of existence here. In, uh, what? World. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, January. Uh, it started with one of the most beloved NBA superstars, deadly accident, uh, Kobe, yeah. uh, together with Gianna. So, it, I mean, uh, the whole world really mourned uh, that day. So that's um, uh, the first really uh, bad thing that happened for this year, the death of Kobe Bryant. Okay. So, yeah, you know, Kobe is one of the most beloved, uh, if not the most beloved superstar ever. Yeah. Uh, especially uh, in Asia and China. So, his death really, for me, hurt a lot of fans, including me personally. Uh, as if he is a relative of mine or a close friend. So, uh, it's hard, really hard to explain. Till now, when I see Kobe's um, videos uh, in YouTube or in Facebook, I mean, you can't help but, you know, uh, be hurt. Uh, seeing Kobe and what he's done uh, for basketball and for mm -hmm. the fans and for the kids, especially um, uh, the kids and uh, his daughters. So rest in peace, yeah. idol Kobe. Kobe, I'm wearing Kobe actually now. Now so you are. Oh, yeah, that figures, that figures, man. So, I mean, really, it's hard to explain uh, with the death of Kobe Bryant. Then start during February, I think, uh, chaos in the office uh, because we need to uh, transfer uh started working working at home so a lot of mm -hmm. uncertainty uh, during those uh early uh, months of um, this year and also I, my heart goes to all the um, people out there that's uh, been jobless uh because of this pandemic thanks to yeah. china by the way <laughs> so it's really a very depressing situation oh, uh, I'm working at home, so it's a huge adjustment uh, since I'm only alone here uh, working. Yeah. I mean, are you sure you're alone, bro? Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> you know, just able to get through the day. I mean, it's it's really stressing, man. So, uh, but then get through the day, huh? Yeah, but then alone um, getting through the day. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm also, I'm also thankful because. Um, See, one hoops live was born. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, baby. it's it relieves a lot of stress for me because, like I said, I'm working at home alone. I don't, uh, I wasn't able to speak really to uh, a person or anybody. But uh, when see one hoops live, although it's uh, virtual, but I was able to, to to speak with friends like Mark, meet some new mm -hmm. friends virtually. Uh, Jeff, I hope to meet you soon, Migs, and yeah, uh, reunited with you, Jamir. So I'm really thankful for that. And well, with that said, I was able to uh, uh, guest uh, with my favorite shows like First Take and and this video. So it's a, a it's a blessing actually in disguise uh, with what happened uh, also for this year with Sibuan Hoops Live. Uh, one thing also uh, that's not good ha that happened: um, LeBron getting his fourth championship. So <laughs> it made me this again. <laughs> It made me depressed again uh, with LeBron. <laughs> but I'm wearing Lakers now. So uh, I'm fine. But 
I'm still thankful because uh, we all know that a lot of um, uh, people have lost their jobs. But here, I'm still working. Um, I still have an income to support my family. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for that. And um, yeah, I'm just hoping for the best. I hope we can uh, have um, the vaccine already and, you know, move from there. Uh, nothing but up for us. Oh, yeah, uh, but I'm positive we can all survive this. And um, I just hope that um, everyone will stay safe. And uh, let's have a Merry Christmas, everyone. And that's yeah. it. That's Thank true. That's guys. true, man. Regard, regardless of whatever, you know, whatever crazy stuff that we're in, man. I mean, Christmas is just literally right around the corner for, for all of us. So let's just make full use of that. Although we can't party as much as we wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, let, let's just try and stay disciplined somehow and party in our ha- homes. Um, that's how that's how going to need to do it, uh, perhaps. And uh, yeah, maybe let's try and get your take. Uh, Brother Minx, would love to get your take, man. Uh, how was this year for you, bro? Uh, in a word, uh, uh, it's two words. No? It's life-changing, to say the least. Um, no. Very few events um, stay with you. No? Uh, for me, uh, for example, I was here in Ormok when Yolanda hit in 2013. Uh, and that was just, that was only, uh, the storm really only lasted for a, a few hours. But that, that stayed with me, you know, that affected me, that changed me. Um, because things were literally flying around here. Damn. So, door was blown off, our windows were blown off, no, our gate, <laughs> our gate was blown off. That that that's uh, stayed with me. Uh, but no, 2020 is gonna stay with me. I mean, the whole year is gonna stay with me because um, nothing uh, went as planned. But mm-hmm. um, again, it, you know, it, it also gave me some perspective. I mean, uh, Jerry uh, said it. No. Um, we can feel so. Uh, we can feel uh, bad about 2020. You know, we can feel down on, on ourselves uh, for 2020. But uh, when you really think about it, in the grand scheme of things, we're mm. actually we're actually one of the lucky ones. Right? We're part of the True. small percentage of people who are still doing okay during the pandemic. Uh, yeah, again, no, we, we still have our jobs. No, my parents um, still have uh, can and can still practice their profession. My father, my brother's mm-hmm. clinic, doing okay. So, um, twenty twenty has given me a lot of perspective. Um, sometimes I feel bad when I complain now, no, uh, because. Uh, I I still have a roof over my head. I can still eat three times a day. Yeah, I still see my family every day. The, the worst, exactly. na, the worst that I've experienced in 2020 was was uh, probably slower internet connection because everyone's <laughs> using <laughs> everyone's uh, everyone's on their on, on, on Wi-Fi now. Yeah. Exactly. But the thing is, I know, I'm still, I still feel very um, lucky. But that does not mean uh, we should forget, uh, we, we shouldn't take into account the struggles our neighbors are facing. Mm-hmm. 
if anything, the pandemic showed how big the gap really is between the haves and the have-nots. Yeah. It really showed the inequalities in society. Um, and I hope that, you no, know, let's not wish for going back to normal. You no, know? But I hope that you know, we should make the new normal better for us. The new yeah. normal should be uh, people taking care of the environment more, right? being more environmentally mm-hmm. conscious. The new normal should be having more opportunities for people. Yeah. If anything, I mean, the pandemic has showed that you don't have to be a lawyer. You don't have to be like a, a, a degree holder to thrive in this new age. Now, if you're mm-hmm. if, if you're you have to be proficient in in this in digital, uh, you have you do have to be proficient digitally. So if you mm-hmm. can, you know, if you manage, uh, if you have you have PowerPoint skills, Excel skills. I mean, there's a job for you. You can find a job. So I think, um, I hope that, yeah, I have the new normal would emphasize that. Now you know you don't have to have an office job. Now we have to help each other out in 2021. I hope lang. I hope that December 31, after 11:59, it officially mm-hmm. becomes one. Because I don't want to have like it's 11:59 in December 31, and then 12 o'clock December 32. I, <laughs> <laughs> No, let's let's have let's have 2021 mean something. Um, and I hope uh, 2020 makes us more appreciative of what we have, and it also makes us realize that we have we can do so much for others. You know, we should help each other out, donate, uh, lend, you know, donate, give other people jobs, recommend mm. them their Facebook page if they have a business. I mean, it's a little things, really. Yeah, little things could could matter so much uh, for people, man. I agree with you. Migs, I'm really blown by your perspective, bro. Uh, appreciate you for sharing. Um, yeah. Again, it's it, it, it should probably be a different side of the spectrum where, where you're looking at it on a, on a different perspective. Like, people are really complaining, man. And, you know, most Filipinos has that trait. And if not, maybe 90% of the time. Chance, uh, people definitely has that that trait. We keep on complaining. We got, you know, we we bash whatever we see or whatever we don't like. And uh, but if you try and look at it on a different, you know, standpoint, uh, definitely that brings uh, so much positivity. At least you know, with with this pandemic uh, situation that we're in, and. Uh, Yeah, thank you so much, Mix. Appreciate you, man, uh, for sharing that over. Um, let's probably go to Brother Jeff. Jeff, um, I believe you're done with your 2020. I believe Jeff was able, able to share, guys, right? Yeah. yeah. Bro? You did? Okay, awesome, man. I think it was the second one, yeah. Exactly. And uh, guys, yeah, for sure. Brother Jerry here talked about the passing of Kobe Bryant, w- which is, again, one of the major, major news that happened uh, this year, the passing of Kobe, man. Uh-huh. So um, where were you w- when, when the news broke and how did you react? If, if you can recall, guys, did Kobe leave enough legacy that solidifies himself? Uh, maybe let's start with Jerry right now, bro, since you've brought this up. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, look at uh, the memorial for Kobe Bryant. And um, I mean, the whole world uh, has some type of a memorial for Kobe Bryant. He left a legacy of um, fiercefulness, uh, competitiveness, mm -hmm. and passion for the game, not only for the game, but for his daughters. And yes. after he retired, uh, he, amazingly, he got an Oscar. Um, and he wrote a book. Um, so, I mean, there's so much still uh, left for Kobe Bryant to uh, to share with all of us. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, uh, with the, the accident uh, together yeah. uh, with his daughter, I mean, uh, Gianna could have been really, really uh, very good uh, WNBA player. Uh, I, uh, I hear um, T-Max said that um, Gianna has the moves uh, uh like Kobe Bryant, uh, he can post up and he can also uh, do fadeaways. Yeah, the skills. Uh, he has some skills uh, uh, like Kobe at, at a very, very young age. So, I mean, uh, it's really a big loss to it, everyone. It's a big blow. Yeah. yeah Where were blow. you, bro, when, when, when the news broke? Uh, how did you find out about it? I'm actually sleeping when I um, checked uh, uh, my phone, uh, my yeah. son. Um, sent me a message. How did you react, bro, upon upon reading it? I see Bino Angdum. That's my re initial reaction. Can't really believe, uh, as <laughs> most of uh, us uh, and everyone in the world really can't believe that uh, that's happening or that, that, that news is true. I thought it was mm -hmm. a fake news, but then I googled it. Made, I made my uh, research because I was about to uh, go to the office. Mm. So uh, I kind of felt down. After that, I felt like yeah. I'm gonna be absent. <laughs> yeah, this is the, the strange thing uh, about that, that. It seems like uh, Kobe is my relative or my friend uh, <laughs> on a personal level, but no, um, that's the impact Kobe has left for all of us who, yeah. who get to know um, the great the greatness of uh, Kobe being Brian. So, um, I, like I said earlier, uh, until now, uh, whenever I, I is. I see Kobe uh, on Facebook and YouTube. It makes me sad um, and yeah. also happy uh, to see that um, still, I know his uh, memory will live on. He's a legend, so uh, he will yes. be forever with us. But um, just want to add this um, lastly because uh, I know Kobe is not here with us anymore, but uh, the lessons uh, Kobe left for us, uh, the Mamba mentality, yeah. being competitive uh being mm -hmm. passionate in whatever um no whatever that we do uh either you're uh, a plumber or a uh, carpenter whatever uh, mm -hmm. work hard and be passionate about anything that you do and um love your kids so that's uh, the lesson uh kobe left for me so just um you know always be um um focus and determine uh, whatever you do uh, in life because that will bring you um a lot of um you know, uh a lot of um success or anything um achievement for you so mm -hmm. that's it um uh, that's actually the, the saddest part of this year because it started with the passing of uh, kobe bean brian yeah so, exactly yeah yeah, and what about you, bro Brother yeah. Mix? What about you, man? Um, where were you when the news broke? How did you react uh, first time you heard it? 
tears for show. No. You know, that's because because uh, makes for sure, man. Um, as what you've already shared over to us, you are a very big Laker fan, Laker. man. So it must have affected you gold. so much. Leeds. Purple and gold. Yeah, I, I honestly thought that the worst thing that could happen in 2020 was uh James Reed and Nadine breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the, the news. Ah, that, that is so good. good. That is so good. That is so good. But then, you know, they were the deviated. Um, they deviated no. from their script. <laughs> oh my God, that was so good. I thought that was the worst thing that could happen in 2020. But then there were. That was just the start. Uh, okay, I was actually actually in bed, because uh, it happened um, early in the morning. Early in the morning, in, probably dawn us uh, for us here in our country. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was actually asleep, and for some reason, uh, I woke up at 3 a.m. And then uh, my friends, uh, one of my friends, uh, I mean, one of my brothers. That's crazy. Uh, I woke up at 3 a.m. too. No, no. Yeah. Well, go ahead, man. It's, it's the Kobe sin. It's, it's a Kobe sin. Uh, <laughs> I woke up at 3 a.m. And then it just so happened. Uh, yeah, but I hate Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> it just so happens that my brother's friend was here uh, vacationing with us. Uh, and uh, I think he noticed that I was awake and he told me to look up, uh, to check Facebook. And then, yeah, mm. and then I saw the news. I actually thought it was a prank mm. at first because we, we always hear about um, celebrities dying. It's not true. I yeah. was waiting for a statement coming from the Lakers or coming from Kobe. Na, hey, it's just a prank. I'm okay. But then CNN reported it. And then yeah. Bleacher Report reported it. And then confirmed it. Um, yeah, it's um, uh, to tell you the truth. Uh, to tell you the truth, I, I cried. I didn't go back to sleep. I literally I cried, and then um, the day was the, the day went. The day was depressing. The rest of the day was depressing for me, because um, you, know, you know you don't know. You know Kobe doesn't know me. Yeah, and we don't know him personally, but you know he he meant that much to us. I think mm -hmm. uh, people who who are not fan who are not basketball fans would not understand this at all. For sure, yeah. man. But, you know, basketball fans <laughs> they get it. They get it. It's, I think it's the same. It's the same feeling when Michael Jackson died. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure about the comparison. Me too. Yeah. Sure. It's kind of different. <laughs> wait up! Wait up! Wait up! Wait up! Let's let's hear this out. Let's hear the. I'm really interested to hear. Go go. I gotta hear this. Yeah, it's not because we're not big fans of Michael Jackson. No, we didn't. We didn't take it that seriously. But if you look on the news, people were crying. Ah, right. okay, all right. Oh, okay. Now it makes sense. I, mean, I, I get it. I get it. I'm not sure, man. Those are two <laughs> different things. <laughs> it affects us because it, it does, affects yeah, us yeah. because we're fans. It affects us because Kobe was. I mean, the day I started playing basketball, the time I. Started playing basketball. Kobe was already there, mm. and you could never imagine. Uh, I could e never imagine the NBA without Kobe. I could never imagine a world without Kobe. Love him or hate him, he was a fixture 
in our lives as basketball fans. Yes. So yeah, I mean it it screwed the whole day. I was I was just quiet the whole day. I cried in my room. I cried in the office. But then you know, but then I realized um but I realized that Kobe wasn't the only one who lost his life in that accident, you know. You know, he yeah, lost his yeah. daughter. His daughter too. Uh, he lost their friends, no, their daughter's friends. And it's not so much now, okay, he, okay, yes, he died. But it it's the way he died. You know? Yeah. That it was so there was nothing to prepare us for it. And that that in looking back, that was probably uh a sign for 2020 na yeah probably 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 seeing at that point na hey you know, i'm just getting started yeah, <laughs> a lot of crazy things coming your way <laughs> so it was it was really massive it was really massive uh thanks mix appreciate you man um brother jeff take it away bro where were you when the news uh broke and how did you initially react to it bro Well, I'm going to react to the whole setup first. I think there's some type of poetic justice with Mark going last. And it's really because <laughs> for all our Cebuano Hoops Live fans who are watching, you have to always remind yourself that when you're watching the show and he's talking about his love for the Golden State Warriors, that is absolute BS. It Mark, is BS. if he could, would piss and defecate purple and gold. It's not true that he <laughs> likes the Warriors. He loves the Lakers. It's just that Braun is there. So until he leaves... <laughs> Then he'll, you know, realign with the Lakers. So that's number one. But the intro, right? but the number two. But the says, yeah, but the intro says uh, he loves Kobe. I mean LeBron. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> <The intro> was, <laughs> what? That was the, the only one. That intro. <laughs> I I will be very clear on that. You know, I mean, we're talking about Kobe, but I want to make it clear because. Mark being the last to talk about a Lakers poetic justice for this, right? I think that's I think that's uh -huh. absolutely perfect, right? So, dude, dude, I pre-framed it. Trust me, man. I I thought about yeah. this for how many hours? So yeah, it's all mapped out. I know, I know, I know. So you're gonna all the fans out there, you're gonna hear all about how much he loves Kobe, how much he bleeds purple and gold. So do away with that Golden State BS. It's such horse apples, man. Anyway, so. Um, Where was I? Actually, it's kind of weird. I, I want to talk about like Kobe's impact real quick. When you go mm -hmm. through or when a network like Fox or CNN will talk about, or when they go through a rundown of the entire year, mm -hmm. they're going to mention that right off the bat. They're going to mention Kobe Bryant passing. It's mm -hmm. that he had such an impact wherein you're going to timeline that President Trump winning the election or losing the election this year how every country's response was to the pandemic and then global economies falling and just everything like that. And one man's that seems to fall under that category where it's that newsworthy. So yeah, yeah I mean, Kobe Bryant, when he passed away, I remember, and Megs mentioned it. I also woke up at around three or four in the morning. I think it was dawn and mm -hmm. I went out to take a piss. My brother, who's also the biggest Laker fan in the world, I think was awake and he was scrolling through his phone. My dad comes out, who's also one of the biggest Laker fans out there. He starts telling me, hey, Kobe's dead. Kobe's dead. I'm like, <laughs> you know, and I thought it was one of those things where, yeah, you know, uh -huh. some bitter and jaded fan somewhere made up 
the story of like Kobe past RIP and all of that. And I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to brush it off. I'm going to go back to sleep and then probably they'll verify the story in the morning. Yeah. So the morning comes and I check my phone, Bleacher Report, Fox News, CNN, all these apps that I have for news stuff starts reporting that he did pass away. And it was with a helicopter crash and mm-hmm. they were still trying to identify the body. It was with his daughter and there were two other passengers on the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And I can remember, like, I didn't know what I felt at first because one thing that Mark knows very well also because, and I don't know if Miggy knows this, but I'm the biggest Kobe Bryant hater. Like, I hated Kobe <laughs> because he took out my Phoenix Suns all the damn time. And I Dude. thought he was the biggest ball hog Dude, of you're all not time. Alone. You're, you're not alone, bro. Because I was a big Kobe <laughs> hater. Too. Dude, 2010, oh, sure, that was but the most drastic, busted, you know, busted. drastic final series ever. Uh, what seven Kobe days, did. Seven days. <laughs> no. Let me tell you, man. I hated Kobe so much that even when I knew the Orlando Magic back in 09 would not have a chance at beating them, I bet on the Orlando Magic anyway. <laughs> like, I bet like 10 grand Orlando would take it and they lost 4 to 1. It was a good 10 grand bet, but hey, I don't care. I'm going to bet against Kobe. You know, Kobe going to win. But <laughs> over the years, like after when he retired, I think he retired in what was that, 2014, 2013? You know, I'm a kind of I'm a, I'm a big basketball fan. I kind of started watching Kobe's videos, and then I was like, man, this guy makes some. This guy was unbelievable. This guy was yeah, just absolutely got, crazy. Yeah. You want, I mean, the clutch shots. The man, man you watch the videos. Like, man, nobody nasty. I nobody, nasty, not even yeah. Durant. Nobody could make those shots nowadays. Yeah. Fading right, still, <laughs> still straight up, gonna make that jump shot. That's crazy. Nobody. That's why it was a common thing. Like. It was such a common thing when people started saying or posting on Facebook, like when you when you throw a piece of paper into the garbage can, you'd yell Kobe, and because Kobe would just make all kinds of stuff, right? And so you want you want to channel that when you do these things that yeah. you thought Kobe would be doing on the court. So it was a couple of days after Kobe passed, and I gotta tell you, I don't know why, but I just felt kind of overwhelmed, and I was like, then I started crying, like I hate this guy. Why am I crying? <laughs> I don't get it. Like, it was so confusing. <laughs> I don't like you, but I, I'm crying because. As a basketball fan, I kind of, I sort of grew, or I sort of grew into appreciating Kobe, just watching his highlights, um, just going back. Like, I didn't have any battles with him, but I had a lot of emotional battles with the Lakers and yelling at the TV mm-hmm. screen. And, <laughs> and from like 07 to 10, it was either the Lakers or the Spurs, and it was always the Lakers. And it was fun because I was a big Steve Nash fan, and my pe- and my brother and my dad were big lakers fans so you can imagine the yelling that would go on and the trash talk that would go on in our house so yeah kobe's loss is something that's super tragic i imagine i really can't imagine how a lot of really diehard kobe fans felt when that happened miggy in particular and i know a couple of other fans who are really big hard kobe fans so Mm -hmm. it had a big impact because and i think kobe left a lot uh, one thing that I would have loved to see Kobe push through with was with the WNBA. I know mm-hmm. that he worked with Sabrina Ionesco, and she's coming into the league. I'm excited to see her play. For once in the past, for once in ten years, I'm actually excited to watch the WNBA because of somebody like Sabrina Ionesco yeah. and Gigi Bryant would have been something. I, I was excited would to see how been. that would have panned yeah. out because I know Kobe put would have been would have been so so amazing and. I, I don't watch the WNBA. I haven't watched it for the longest time. But, you know, that was something that I thought Kobe would have, like, pulled together and say, all right, now it's now we're going to make it watchworthy again or now we're going to make it something people are going to be into. But 
overall, if you're talking about it from his career, of course, Kobe left an amazing, an amazing career, a amazing legacy. For he sure. paved the way for a lot of athletes today. A lot of athletes like Jason Tatum, for example, and Kyrie Jason Irving. Jason Tatum, good example. Yeah. Of, Jason Tatum, yeah. yeah. Kobe Bryant was their idol. Like Kobe Bryant was their their Superman. A lot of in a lot of ways, like MJ AD. was Superman yeah. for a lot of people, and yeah, and in a lot of way, LeBron is for a lot of people as well. So yeah. it's it's sad to see him go, but I'm pretty sure his legacy is intact, and there's nothing that could possibly tarnish that. So you know, to all the Kobe lovers out there, I'm giving you love, but this is probably the only time I'll ever do that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, Jeff. Awesome, Jeff. Appreciate you for that. And again, as what I pre-framed, uh, I'd like to get Mark's take on this, bro. I, I totally forgot to ask you when, when, when you know, when this news happened uh, early this year, man. But um, again, where were you, bro, when, when the news broke? How? What was your initial reaction? How did you cope about you know uh, the news you heard or saw? during that time um actually i was already um at home when the news broke off uh, when i first heard about it um i was i was ready like getting ready to go to bed just mm -hmm. uh browsing my cell phone and then just like jaff um like a few articles from not reliable sources um mm -hmm. out immediately so um, somehow I was affected in me, uh, when I read it, but I didn't like believe it yet. Mm -hmm. I actually started believing it when it was already reported in Beecher Report and CNN. So mm -hmm. I was on my phone. I turned on the TV, watched um, the news, uh, CNN, and um, I forgot what I what network that was. But mm -hmm. yeah. Um, it didn't sink in right away. It took uh, probably a few, a few hours. I think. Um, I think when when Jambi woke up and I talked to her about it, that's when it really finally. Uh, that's when it really sinked in that um, Kobe passed away. I mm. mean, I wasn't emotional at first. I just didn't believe that he would, he would actually leave us that way. I was mm. hoping that um, he would end um, end up like um, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like you know, like he's already very old, watching like the finals and such. But yeah. it was really very tragic. Um, I didn't expect that it would end that way, especially um, just like a day before that he was surpassed by um, somebody I don't like. So. <laughs> Yeah, so um, who that? Who that, bro? Who that? Double, 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 somebody I didn't like surpassed them, and then he died. So it, it, it was, it was you really. Don't go there. So petty. You <laughs> don't go there. Someone, yeah, it was, it was really kind of hard. But um, I guess it um, I I got kind of emotional when I did a little bit of tribute um for Kobe um. I was like um, going through all my Kobe memorabilia here at home, the Kobe cards that I actually had since um, I guess '98. That's that's his rookie year, right, Nigs? '98, '97, '96, '96, '96, '96. I actually have talented. Yeah, I think that's the most uh, talented class. For, the for sure, for sure. 
yeah, I still have like I was going through like all the all all the uh, Kobe stuff that I have here in my room, and um, that's when it finally sinked in that um, the guy that I was looking, I mean, Kobe was really like the reason why I watched basketball. Um, I know that big basketball fan, but Kobe took it to the next level. Um, watching him, like I mean, I was able to relate because I guess Kobe was like just a few years older than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're older than mm, I don't think so. I'm way younger than him. <laughs> I think Kobe three years, three years um, for me. So, yeah, somehow um, I was able to relate um, his passion towards the game. Yeah, like how he, how he um, took the game to the next level, and. Um, there's just like one thing that um, I really appreciated, not only with Kobe, but also with Jordan. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing that you specialize in, you have to put in like all your effort there. You can't be like a like a jack of all trades because um, you'll end up master of none. So that's the Kobe or Mamba mentality that I actually um, that I that I actually do. So it's not only applicable on the game of basketball, but also in mm-hmm. life. In life, just, yeah, yeah, just have to put in all- like Nate Robinson, brother. That's a whole other segment all on its own, man. That's a whole other segment all on its own, man. I think that's that probably so one of the most disastrous events this year, too, man. <laughs> yeah, alongside of the volcano exploding in the Philippines, for sure, Nate Robinson for sure, is a YouTuber. <laughs> Trashy. Totally degrading the NBA, man. What the <laughs> fuck happened to him? Anyway, go ahead, bro. Yeah, but Mark. just like what Jeff said, um, I'm a, I'm really a Laker fan, and um, yeah, I mean, um, when Kobe passed away, like part of me passed away as well. I mean, um, I keep talking about like um, Kobe until now, even even uh, even until now. Like during the pandemic when we were locked um during the lockdown, we were just like talking about like Kobe Kobe stuff mm-hmm. here. Me, my brother, then um my friends who legacy. Yeah, we're living exactly. his legacy. And um I guess um the only good thing that I actually got uh that that, that actually happened uh this Kobe's passing is that all the memorabilia that I have Actually, the value times ten. <laughs> I know that. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that—that's nothing that's but like, up. Yeah, nothing <laughs> but up. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad, but uh, somehow Kobe still left me something, though, right? Um, we did—I didn't know him personally, but somehow he left me something. Like all this stuff that I have, Kobe stuff. I mean, it's gonna worth. It's gonna be worth something someday or even now especially um uh, on his death anniversary they were saying that almost all kobe stuff would be like their value would would be times five Literally, yeah for sure man yeah and um yeah basically that's it um i really love the guy but um we just have to like face the truth that we are on borrowed time, so we just have Correct. to make it 
and um, just have to enjoy the re- um, like every bit of it. That's it. Jerry, what the fuck did you do, man? You just exposed your boxers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already wearing a Kobe. He's like the epitome of work from home, man. You know what I mean? Like to remind Brother you, Jerry. Yeah. That this is a family. Show. Brother Jerry, we're, we're live, bro. We're live, bro. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's at home or he's somewhere. somewhere I thought nice I saw something. I'm, I'm going to have to go and replay this uh, when we're done. I think I saw something. Gonna have to anyway, guys. Back <laughs> Put Let's some smiley it. on it, probably. <laughs> and guys, probably, probably, you know, yeah. that that's... Uh, Kobe's passing was probably one of the w- one of the biggest news that hit uh, this year. Um, you know, before the pandemic, and uh, it was it really left so much impact, not just for myself but for all of us uh, NBA fans out there or basketball fans um, in general. And when when that news happened, bro, I was kind of like in the middle of a drinking session during that time, around three or four in the morning. Um, decided to go home by five. I was in Cebu, by the way, when all hell bro- broke loose. Um, Kobe passed when? Je- January 27th, I think so, right? January 28th, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was so, close to my birthday. One of those days. For sure, yeah, man. Yeah. So I totally didn't believe it at first, man. Um, so it was ah, so those all fake news are coming around. You know, just like with Bong Revilla died or Robert Padilla died, uh, all the fake news um, happening. So I didn't didn't give a shit up with it until I woke up 12 noon. Uh, Macy called me up. My wife called me up and told me the news because Macy is also a big uh, Laker fan. So um, and then I and then I was really shocked, man. I, I wasn't able to observe it first. But, you know, during this past few days, actually, uh, just this past few days, I did go on, you know, to watch some of this. Believe it or not, I tried to relieve what happened to the 2010 finals uh, with the Celtics. Watch it over and over again. And I couldn't couldn't believe how Kobe crushed my team, man, that that season. So, um, so much respect and love for the guy. I really hated him. Um, when he started, because I was like, he's, he's totally mimicking what Jordan is doing, like all the moves, post-ups, passing. And I was like, this couldn't be real. He, how could he go? Everything. Yeah. How could, go, how could he go out of, you know, Jordan's uh, Mike's shadow? You know what I mean? Um, but then when I saw what he did outside of the basketball world, bro, opening training camps, helping people out, and then that's when I gained so much respect for him. And I was really happy I wasn't too late, bro. Because I, I really hated a guy this past, you know, entire years. But when he retired, that's when I appreciated him so much. I was really, I was, I even, Mark, remember, bro, I even asked you, is there a possibility that Kobe could come back from retirement and play with LeBron? I asked you that. Because I was yeah. really hoping to, to, to you know, Make it happen for 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 everybody because that's going to be crazy, man. If that probably happens, going to be scary for the for the league. But anyway, guys, let's let's try and go through our comments right now. We we got a couple here. Uh, we got one from Lawrence Roque Katipai. 
Lodi Marque. <laughs> Sir Lawrence, good evening to you. And this one's a killer. Joel Christian Liu, Cebu City Sharks. Uh, <laughs> Calling it already. Hey, <laughs> uh, he's calling it. He's calling it, guys. 2021. <laughs> uh, we got. Regular, regular on our show, Lucille. Ooh. We got one here from Clint. Kudefo. Uh, What's up? <laughs> we got one from Clint. Heinz ICT, Jomi Mendez, UC Superstar for PJ. Yeah, hopefully we can have him. Uh, this is one good lead for us, guys, maybe, uh, for Siboni Hoops Live. Another baller that we could probably guess on our show. Uh, Mix, this one's for you, bro. What's up? Hi, Migs. Notice me, please. <laughs> Whoa. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. I think yes, Sir Lawrence is referring I'm, I'm to... <laughs> Sir Lawrence here, just, I think, is referring. I'm really just on the show for my looks. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what I'm here for. <laughs> killer, killer. <laughs> Love the confidence, Migs. Keep it up. Bro. You're welcome. Keep it up, bro. Hey, brother I Mark, love for you for Bobby that. Sticks, Grinch, Bobby please. Grinch. Wow. <laughs> the Grinch, man. Wow, 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 wow. I already have Bobby it. Bobby Six. Oh, man. You're talking about a 10,000 best all should do, I think. Actually, got one it, here. Yeah, bro, go. Huh? No, go. no, no. The, you, were, you were about to say something. No, the Grinch, the Grinch. The Grinch? With the Grinch? It's yeah. Kobe. It's 30. Yeah. It's 30, not 10. Yeah, tell us, tell us, <laughs> yeah, keep rubbing it in our face how much we don't make 30 grand a month or something. Damn it, man. 30 grand a week. I, that's too much, but but I know that you'll be cop, copying it, bro. I know that. Um, uh, okay, we, got, we got one from show, Macy man. here. Sure. This year sucks, but I'm still... It, what the fuck? Bruce what? Lee, huh? <laughs> God damn it. Um, it's still incredibly grateful for so much. Hopefully 2021 is the beginning of the return to normalcy. And hope everyone's cherishing life's silver linings. Bring on the new year. Yeah. Every supportive wife, thank you so much, Macy. Appreciate you, babe. Love you for that. So let's go back to the shoe again, bro. Are you copying Grinch this coming? I know it's going to be releasing in a, in a few days. I think so, right? Well, what? The Grinch? Yep. Oh, See, fuck. This is why this is why sometimes I want to unfollow Mark on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can totally, done that actually. I can I totally relate to you. Need you, you can't keep up yes, with yes, him. Yes, yes, hey. The show? What the fuck? Is that, <laughs> is, that is that the Grinch? I don't know. I don't think so. Huh? I don't think so. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Smell that shit there. Clicking unfollow now. I'm following. Yeah, I'm unfollowing you, bro. Block. Block. It. block it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, Smells like ass. Done. <laughs> How's the smell? How's the smell? Anyway, guys, let's, let's try to move on to the probably one of the biggest events. Or you know, situation that happened this year, the police involved killings of George Floyd, Ahmed Arbery, and Breonna Taylor this year sparked a huge wow. wave okay. of peaceful and sometimes violent, uh, you know, demonstrations and riots across the world to demand an end to police brutality and, of course, racial injustice. So, 
Black Lives Matter is what Marky flexed earlier, man. What's your take on this, you know, particular event? How did it impact you somehow? How did you react? Let's start with Migs, bro. Take it away. Yeah. Um, I felt, you know, I felt, I felt really bad. I felt really bad because um, it, for me, huh, just, just, just on how I took it. I think the worst thing that Facebook has done is having that um, laughing reaction Damn, on uh, when you come. Yeah, it, it, I think it, it, it puts a bad taste in my mouth when you know, the, the, there's something that's really tragic. You know, something really tragic happened, and then you know, people laugh laugh about it. It's, it's you know, it, it it goes to show that not everyone not not everyone has you know, the same moral code has that has that decency in them. Exactly. But yeah, Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matters movement. Um, I think it's what America needed at that point because it, you know they, they try to deny it. Yeah. I, think, uh, I have and I have relatives in the U.S. Aika is from the U.S. and uh, a lot of you know people in the U.S. they try to deny that part of their history. Mm. You know that this is what they did to um, Black Americans. Mm. This is what they did to uh, Native Americans, mm. and. Uh, try to erase that from their history books they don't acknowledge it that's uh, that's part of the problem I and mean, it, it 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 came to a boiling point with with George Floyd but then mm-hmm. we have to remember it wasn't just George Floyd right? it's been going on it's been it's yeah. been going on for years and it's it's weird for me to you know I just can't understand why people don't get this na hey this is inherently wrong it's not it's not a there's no gray area with this issue no 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 pun intended but it really is a black and white issue it's it, it's it's yeah. it's clear as day no black and white as in like it's very clear not the not the skin color yeah I mean, it's clear no pun intended for sure but, yeah this is wrong and this is what you need to do to make it right, and uh, and I just don't, I just don't I just don't get it. And you have you have Trump trying to justify it. Mm-hmm. And you, and I thought that was pretty intense. I think that yeah. hurt his presidency, presidential bid more than anything yeah. going into the election and, and, this uh, year. So yeah, Jeff, you rem- you remember? I think it was back in 2017 or 2018 that there was a rally, and then uh, uh, someone ran over one of the protesters. I- Mm, yeah, saw that too. She died, and she died. You remember when they were trying to take down oh, yeah, that statue? Yeah, yeah. Uh, these white supremacists came in and um, t- carrying those torches and oh, saying, yeah, the colonial statues, yeah. Yeah, 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 you will not oppress us. So you will not. Supp- and and then and then what did Trump say when that happened? Oh, okay, there because there are good and bad people on both sides. No, that's that's not total that's bullshit not again. Yeah, you have you have. You have to condemn it because it's wrong, and the more you say, uh, the more you don't condemn it. You're giving these people, you know, these white supremacists, these racists, these homophobes, these Islamophobes, that you're giving them, you're, you're encouraging them, right? Yeah. If you're not saying no, so they, they hey, brother Jameer, 
they may take that as you know it's okay see, see do it do it it's, you have you have to condemn that and I, I i don't get it i don't get why they seem offended when you know just the just the idea of having a black lives matters movement um is because again it's 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 as simple as when you say black lives matters it doesn't mean that not no no nothing else matters diba? it doesn't mean yeah, that, for real <laughs> it doesn't mean that brown lives matter less it's just that all lives won't all life all lives won't matter until black lives matter as much as white lives very they're well not said saying, they're not saying uh, let's forget about white lives they're not saying that but they're saying hey white people help us help us now help us to stand up because then no because then all lives will matter right? i mean Very it's well uh, said, man. It, it's it's and it's funny because the all lives matter people don't think that all votes matter so i don't know there's there seems to be a disconnect there, <laughs> no. there is total disconnect onto that and make yeah. appreciate your yeah. for, for your insight it's, bro it's a powerful one very well said there and uh jeff what's your take on this bro would love to pick your brain on this man yeah so i want to start off by saying that if anyone of you have ever followed migs on facebook he's one of the biggest political analysts uh, that i know of and that i actually trust <laughs> so when you talk about something as awesome. political and as intense black lives matter i was really expecting some kind of like long speech about it that it would hit on a lot of really good points. So, I mean, Miggy touched on a lot of it and touched on a lot of it really Jeff, well. That was the it's kind of, <laughs> That was the what? That was, oh, yeah, because before the show started, he had a whole ream for the whole Black Lives Matter, uh, whole life, Black Lives Matter bit. So, yeah. This um, is my speech right here. <laughs> Entire <laughs> book, huh? <laughs> Your be yeah, he's coming out with a book, guys. It's an it's an audio book, actually. Just wait for it. He's gonna read that whole thing in the, the voice possible, right? Oh, anyway, so uh, with black with regards to Black Lives Matter, uh, there's a lot of history there, and it's kind of odd to me with a country as progressive as the United States, or at least they're trying to push for a more progressive country, or to be a more progressive country. It's it's almost like it's too systemic, and a lot mm -hmm. of people are saying that, you know, it was a situational thing. It was because of, you know, reputational. It was a reputational thing with race, and I'm like, no, it's a systemic thing. If you look in depth as to why all of a sudden protests are going around everywhere in the United States, and they they have such a strong reaction is because they've had enough. I mean. Uh, the Black Lives Matter situation with I'm, I'm sorry, what was his name again? George Floyd, right? With yeah, George, Floyd, George Floyd, it kind of opened a Pandora's box of content for people, especially this page, now this, and all other pages like um, Young Turks, they started showing mm -hmm. off a lot of these videos where black people were being stopped and they were being racially profiled. You could see a black guy walking on the street and then police would stop him. They'd ask for mm -hmm. his ID and it's common knowledge that in the U.S. or anywhere around the world, you don't provide your your ID unless you. And this is for everybody. This should be general knowledge. The cops do not do not have the right to request for your identification unless they actually tell you what they're asking your identification for. 
or if they're arresting you, or if you have committed a crime, you have the right to know what for. Without probable cause. Yeah, basically it's called probable cause. You have to have probable cause for you to, and in the U.S., these cops apparently are just bullying these black people and saying, hey, no, we are heard about something. It's not even verified. We just want to make sure that it's not you. And that's not fair to them. And it's kind of spilled over into this unrelenting protest where it's divided a, a country that's always under the microscope. To me, the U.S. is one of the biggest media geographies anywhere in the world. And what I mean by that is everything that they do is either a standard or it's media fodder. It serves either mm-hmm. one of those purposes, right? When it comes to sports, they're a standard. When it comes to news or when it comes to entertainment, that's media fodder. Mm-hmm. And people like us in the Philippines eat that up. It was so weird and so strange and so appalling to see that a country, again, as progressive as the United States, they seem to be a hundred years back. They still are suffering from racial inequality. Despite Martin Luther King, despite Abraham Lincoln and passing the act to abolish slavery back in like 200 years ago, it's still mm. a problem in a country like the United States. All because there are still some people backwards from 100 years back who have continued this tradition where they're a supreme race, they're a supreme country, and the, and it's so mm. stupid because, yo, you're not even the people who lived there to begin with, bro. You're like the people who came in from some. You're not from America, else, you're from Europe. Yeah. Indians who are supposed to be actual. You're not even somewhere else. Like, I don't know American. where you get off saying that. So. They're not American. So I don't know where they get off saying that, you know, we're the more supreme race, but I think that's fed into it so mm-hmm. much. And it just kind of ignited this whole racial tension. And I and again, it played a large part into what happened during the latter part of the year with the whole presidential race because Joe Biden kind of tapped into that. And yeah. I think that the, everyone has a case. Black lives do matter. And Miggy touched on it really well. It's not that we're yeah. saying that black lives matter only. All lives matter, but you got to recognize the fact that if I'm a black dude walking uh, walking across the street, it's not safe for me because now I can't even trust the cops. And I'm supposed to trust the cops with my own safety. It's like walking yeah. on the street sometimes in the Philippines and you look like a you drug user, a drug dealer. And <laughs> you can't walk around. You're not safe. The cops are the ones coming after you. So that's yeah. And for I real, think that's what speaking to. Yeah? That's what they're speaking to. It's, again... People in the United States, if you're listening to this, they're not saying, no one is saying that your life doesn't matter. It's just that we want to put a spotlight on a racially divided country <clears throat> where injustice seems to be favoring people of a certain color. It's just that. It's mm. And as politically safe as I can put it, they have a say. They have a right to voice this out as a concern. So it's been it's probably one of the highlights of this entire year because we still got to see a lot happening in the united states guys like jalen brown and lebron james were speaking out about it even people like drew Brees and other people of you know different skin color they were voicing out their concerns the u.s became like you know everybody's looking at the u.s what's next what's going to happen so um i really thought i hope that bro u.s was was really crambling down uh when that situation happened it's just I'm really happy that we they were able to to you know uh, cope up with that situation because it was really scary, man. Yeah, yeah. Was, oh, man, it was, man, I have siblings. Yeah, no, sorry, I have. Good. Yeah, they're burning. Those are they're burning stores. I mean, Oregon, I think, or Portland. Yeah, Portland was placed under some type of calamity or state of calamity. 
I think the president uh, sent out the national guard to they take over the uh, take yeah. over the city. And it's just funny, and it's not really funny, but it's kind of tragic to see a, again a country like the United States. You think this wouldn't be an issue, but apparently, it's such a big issue. You have every big name athlete. Every big name athlete is probably black. Right? <laughs> yeah, they have these guys are making millions of dollars, but apparently, that doesn't matter to them. It's weird. Yes, Barack do. Obama was president. He was black. Uh, black as hell. Yeah. And guys, guys. Yeah, mix. Go, go, mix. The irony is the U.S. is always, you know, the U.S. is like that the big kid on the block. You know, among, 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 among the, 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 the other countries, mm. they, like the big kid on the block trying to shove down democracy into everyone else's throats. And I mean, they, you know, they, they go to other countries, they invade it. They, they topple the regime and then establish democracy here and establish democracy there because they call themselves the beacon of democracy. But apparently, yeah. people can't voice out their concerns in the U.S. without being labeled an, 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 not anti-government, you know, without being labeled, kanang, uh, without being uh, threatened by... Uh, the same people who are trying to shove down democracy into everyone else's thoughts. I mean, you know, they think they're, you no. Know, the, the, the sad thing is, you no. Know, a lot of these people, they're not, they're not, they're not um, able to really voice out you know, their needs without having to, without having to protest, right? I mean, yeah, it, it can't, it had to come to a point that they had to make a lot of noise, topple all these statues for them to notice that this is a problem. For sure, man. For sure. Good thing again, Migs, for tapping that 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 you know uh, scenario there. I appreciate for that. Um, I know, brother, brother Jerry. I know that you'll be working in about a few minutes from now. Um, let's try to get your take. One last, bro, uh, with uh, Black Lives Matter. What's your take on this? Yeah, first of all, I just want to say uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, all lives matter, actually. Even um, unborn fetus, um, it matters, okay? We are right. all human, a human being. All right? <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting there, huh? Black, Asian, Asian, whatever. All lives matter. Um, okay. All right, all right. So no race is more superior than any other race. Um, that's that's a fact. Okay. So um, I've seen a lot of videos um, which um, per, no racism in America still perpetuates, and it's very systemic. It can't help but empathize for um, all the colored people in America because they're scared um, on daily. Actually, uh, they're scared uh, daily, especially. Uh, the police, whatever they they went or they go, um, somebody will just call the police, um, saying anything uh, because they are racially profiled. So, I mean, if yeah. you live uh, on on a country like that, um, I mean, it's really scary for you if you're not uh, if you're um, a colored uh, individual. So that's one, and the, the reason why uh, the incident with uh, George Floyd sparked. Uh, it opens, uh, like Jap, Brother Jap said, uh, Pandora's box because uh, that Floyd was actually murdered live 
And what I mean by that is that uh, while it's going on, uh, some people are taking videos uh, of what was happening. So um, it was really, um, you know, he was murdered alive. Um, so that really sparked um, a lot of um, emotions, especially uh, yeah. for the black people. So that's why after that, um, riot, burning of businesses uh, is ongoing. It's rampant all over the, the country in America. And what's sad about that is, uh, if you manage, you have to. They, they forgot that uh, we are uh, also in a pandemic, so um, mm. they did not really observe uh, social distancing. So that's probably one reason why America, uh, with this pandemic, they have the most number of deaths uh, for COVID nineteen. Yeah. So it's really, really tragic uh, that it happened uh, during the time of pandemic. So. Uh, I, I again um they just recently have a black president in Barack Obama I, I thought uh, that that's the time when the, uh, racism in America will be tapered off but mm. uh, unfortunately uh, it's not still very very uh, systemic uh, um on their uh, you know day to day uh day to day basis uh, in America so uh, it's really sad so I hope um moving forward, uh, they get to realize that um, all lives matter, and that's it. And by the way, uh, Brother Jamir, thank yes. you for having us here on your finale. Um, so it's really a pleasure to be here on your finale. And uh, I'm, so happy. I'm so happy, guys, that I was we were able to reunite here uh, this day because <laughs> I miss you a lot. What? Finale year in Germany. Final episode for the year. Final episode uh, for the year. year, year. <laughs> year ender, yeah, sorry. My bad. <laughs> but again, from the bottom of my heart, um, it's nice to be uh, here and it's nice to be meeting Jeff and Migs this year and reunite with Mark and Jameer. And let's have a Merry Christmas. Stay sure. safe, always, guys. Love yeah. you both. Stay safe, guys. Stay safe, guys. All right, uh, Jer, I know that you. you'll be. I know that you'll be working, bro. Again, uh, just before you go, um, I just wanna wanna say thank you so much uh, for honoring, uh, you know, my invite to you. Uh, I know it was really short notice, and uh, I'm really glad to see your fucking face on the screen again, man. It's been a while. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. Just let Don't swipe left, swipe right. Delete app. Yeah. <laughs> shorts, yeah. Nah. Shorts, <laughs> nah. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. You better, dude. Oh, again. Go Maria. Maria, though. I'm gonna. <laughs> Maria, <laughs> last. Yeah, Maria. Maria called. Maria. She gonna be bro. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Anyways, Maria, gonna be we'll talk to you soon, bro. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Right. And uh, yeah, and guys, I know Jerry will be leaving us uh, now. He has already left. So uh, <laughs> let's 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 uh, get your take. Uh, you know, Mark, with Black oh. Lives Matter, bro. What's what's your opinion on it? Or reaction, maybe? Or how uh, did it affect you? Or friends you have on the states? What's up with that? Um, actually, for Black Lives Matter, um, for me lang ah, it's really more of like respect. Um, as what Kuya said, mm. 
all lives matter. So regardless what race, what um, ethnicity you are, you have. So you have to. We have to respect each other. But personally, um, <clears throat> um, I guess I wasn't really that much um, that much uh, affected by it. Mainly mm-hmm. because more than I had too much um, in my plate to really um, too much negativity. I knew that there is something happening. I, I watch a little bit of the news regarding regarding um, like um, the killings, mm. black guys. But um, I really didn't like um, really dwell into it that much. Mainly because I, it was just like too much negativity in the world going on. So I just had to um, um, really think about what really matters for me, and um, for 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 uh, for that saying, um, I guess I had to like start it within myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've been doing it. Um, not only during. Uh, I mean, I've been doing it in the past. Wherein, like, I respect everybody I meet, regardless of what his race is. Um, and um status in the society so uh-huh. i guess that's where it would really start but in regards to like um how it has affected people in the mm. u.s i mean as what we can see right now i mean um it has affected them very much but um hopefully they mm. would be able to like um really go through this Right, or they would be able to surpass this mainly because um then again we are all brothers so we have to respect each other but on the political side standpoint then again i really didn't dwell on it that much too much negativity i can't have too mo- uh, much more in my life yeah i know that oh yeah. with all the craziness you know and how busy you are with business and shit and with your shoe collections i know it's gonna probably affect you somehow if you absorb that negativity in you and guys um i'm not sure about you jeff and mix but this was the exact same topic we did when when i had an episode with mark hmm. uh we tapped about you know racism true uh we, we talked about brotherhood that, that was episode number three if if you hmm. if you'll be having some time oh. uh you know tune in with that yeah, that's one of the topics that's true. one of the tap- topic we we did uh discuss uh previously and uh totally you know from all of you i've got tons and different perspectives but again overall one of the biggest takeaway that i can probably say is that definitely all lives matter it's just that when all hell broke loose with the killing of george floyd and with social media it opened our minds out and even the politicians are hiding in their pants bro true they were totally scared of what happened and i was like if they won't be able to resolve this shit, it's going to be killing the u.s and the economy and uh gladly they were able to cope up with it able to make adjustments and i'm really hoping with what you know the the famous black athletes uh able to voice out with music artists you know, jumping into the table and a lot of celebrities that are black are talking about that or even the white folks out there supporting the, the you know, the, the movement for Black Lives Matter um, totally made a huge impact. 
And again, I hate to admit it, but I really thought that when Obama, uh, you know, sat as the president, I really thought that it's going to be the end of the sufferings of, you know, the black Americans, black folks um, out there, not just in U.S., but the, you know, entire, entire world uh, in general. But apparently it wasn't. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the lives, you know, lost, uh, you know, with George, with Ahmad and Rihanna Taylor, um, I'm hoping that even if they lost their lives, it could probably bring up some lives even more True. and touch more lives with what I think that I think that's ultimately yeah. I think that's ultimately where they're going. So let's see how it pans out for the US. They gotta fix that. I mean it's such a it's like a hundred year old problem that they're dealing with. True, true, true guys. That's exactly true. And uh yeah and uh tell you honestly this is just the second point that we've tapped and I've picked three that we literally made a huge impact in the entire world. Now let's try and move on with this, bro. Um, I wanna, I wanna also pick your brain, and I need to probably get your reaction. If you recall the Beirut explosion, it was a massive explosion at the Beirut port, sparked. I think that was August. 4th, I remember, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, yeah. And uh, it was an accidental detonation of 2,750 tons of ammonium. Nitrate oh, yeah, yeah. killed at least 190 people and injured thousands of others. Where were you, bro, when that happened? What was your again your initial reaction? Maybe let's start with uh, Jeff, bro. Take it away. Honestly, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist. When I heard that news, they're claiming here. accidental, right? Yeah, yep. no, I mean it's, it's so it's so coincident. I mean it's not even I can't even deem it as an actual accident that's the thing like for somebody you have to know like a couple of things right number one the people who have access resources that company or that business that put that up these are very very careful people that's not true number two is exactly. although although yeah although you could claim it off as a mistake or you could broadcast to the media that it was accidental what actually <laughs> had to happen for that amount of explosive to go off knowing full well that if the slightest thing goes wrong you could create a crater the size of the moon on earth so i don't buy it when they said it was accidental i thought it was absolute horseshit number two <laughs> i thought it was uh, my own weird theory in my head and same with the coronavirus i also have a weird theory in my head that i think is true i thought that was more of a demo explosion than an actual accident meaning somebody in big government wanted to test how strong and how how much whatever element that was would it take to blow a hole into us going back maybe 50 or 70 or 80 or 90 years when they tested about the atomic bomb i thought they were trying to do a similar thing only in a mm. country like beirut where i thought it was was it in beirut beirut right if I'm it was mistaken. in beirut yeah correct their port yeah in a country in a country like Beirut, I, I thought it was really weird that they tested it out there. Beirut is not an unknown country or an unknown element, but I thought it was more deliberate than anything. I thought it was intended. I don't think it was an accident at all. You'd have it would you would have to be really ignorant to, to believe that it was an accident to me. Like mm -hmm. if you've ever walked into something that sensitive, these people know exactly what they're doing. So to trip up in that way and create a giant 
crater that they did had to be intentional. Mm -hmm. I'm not buying it in any way, shape. <laughs> Good take. Exactly my take, bro. What about you, uh, Brother Mark? What's your take on it? Um, then again, just like Draft, if it was an accident, it wouldn't be that massive of, of an explosion. Um, then again, only only people on high positions would really know no, what's so behind it. Exactly. I mean, there are a lot of conspiracies that we could um, we could link it to or something. But um, then again, we are in a world right now. We are yeah, we're living in a world wherein there are a lot of things that aren't really um, given out into the public. Probably to protect us as well. For um, and um, we know that every country or like every pop yeah, powerful nation is really preparing. I don't know for what, but they just don't wanna like um, they don't wanna be taken advantage. So I guess this is one 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 um effect of that. That's what Jeff said. Actually, I buy into your theory that um. It's more of like a test than an accident. So it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like exactly. how? It's too exactly. it's too stupid. You're too stupid to believe if, if it was an accident, I swear. It's exactly. like the coronavirus to me. For sure. Um, true. Because then again, for me also, coronavirus is more of like starting a chemical warfare. And um It is! It's biological warfare. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> Um, there are a lot of there are a lot of like um, theories that we could or points that we could talk about why that happened but um, per, uh, my reaction to it was just that um, if the I think the government really thinks that we're that stupid to believe what they what they actually exactly. say in the conferences and such right but um, then again I, I, I we really anything that um we're saying right now but um then again we just have to like um see what happens in the future if things like this might happen again and um what the government actually has has to say about yeah. it exactly exactly and uh good thing good thing uh great great points that you tapped there bro and uh yeah for me personally i think i buy into to what uh jeff mentioned um i just couldn't believe it man and you know when they released some you know a statement over uh i think it was broadcasted on cnn and some other cbs i guess so that's where i saw yeah. i saw it yeah, yeah um i wasn't buying to what they told us man and uh you know th they can't th they can't blame people now imagine bro if social media isn't available right now and that freaking thing happened they can just easily erase that news in about four or maybe five weeks time easy right and people are much smarter now and we we are pretty much in a world where we can go research whatever there is to see and uh it's just that i'm not buying with what they said and uh i guess jeff was able to point uh point out you know pretty clearly on that i don't know if we, if we have migs back on the line Migs, you there, bro? I know we have this weird avatar picture. <laughs> like he's staring into the hole. Like, you know how you have yeah. that, 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 
That's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Biggs, Weird, man. Are you hearing us, bro? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> nah, I don't think you're on mute, bro. I don't know if, if you're hearing us. Migs, you there? More yeah. house if you're there, Migs. Yeah, I think <laughs> he's not here. No, no, man, no kidding. I mean, no, no, I think no. they're having a low pressure area in the Visayas region right now, uh, you know, in Leyte, uh, specifically. Sure, yeah, yeah. In Cebu, is it raining there yeah. right now, guys? It is, right now? it is, oh, it is. Damn it. yeah, it's pretty strong. Yeah, figures. Somehow we're getting some, we're, we're, we're getting some um latency, um, as far as the broadcast is concerned. But, guys, I mean, before. You know, b b before we go and wrap up the show, I'm just gonna try and uh, talk a little, a little bit more intimate with you guys. It, let's start with you, Mark, bro. Yeah, I know you've been killing it with your business, man. Despite you know, with, with a pandemic as a bigger, uh, you know, obstacle maybe for this year, and obviously your addiction with shoes and all that. But I mean, 2020. What do you consider your biggest win for this year? My biggest win is um, for me family time. That was um, that was one of the things that um, I really can't do and I really can't get for the longest time. <laughs> All right, so I had time with um, with the kids, with Jambi, and somehow it also brought me closer to my parents. Um, they've mm. been visiting me for. Since I'm not that busy, or I'm busy, but I'm just at home, so they could always mm. come here anytime they want. So I guess for me, that's the biggest take that 2020 actually has given me. Um, awesome. Yeah, time with family. Awesome, man. Same same thing for maybe. Uh, with most folks that are doing the same stuff that you're doing, uh, probably that's one of the things that they're very, pretty much blessed to experience yeah. despite you know uh, the pandemic that we're in. Uh, Brother Jeff, I want to ask you one thing, bro. Um, what are you anticipating so much to happen for you this coming 2021? Man, for me, uh, I'm looking. Getting married. Uh, I'm looking to actually just. <laughs> I don't know where that rumor came from, but I don't know. It, it blew up on my Facebook for whatever reason it did. But you know, I'm looking to just keep growing. I guess. Like Mark, Mark has a business. I'm also actually looking to do my own thing very soon. Awesome, uh, awesome. Maybe I'm hoping next year I'll get to start. I'm not competing with marketing with Mark, although I am in digital <laughs> marketing, but I don't, I'm not competing in the same market. Um, and then let's see what happens from then on. You know, it's going to be an interesting year. So, uh, I'm excited, 21, man, for sure. Awesome, awesome. And, and I think we just lost Mark there. Um, if it's raining pretty hard there, bro, I think that's probably affecting uh, the internet connection. Mark, you there? Yeah, I'm back. It is. Yeah, awesome, it, awesome. It awesome it guys. So, man, guys, it's been almost two hours. And, you know, with all the episodes I've been through, this is the longest shit I've done. <laughs> so, but uh, I don't regret yeah, it. It's the who's live enough, bro. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I mean, you know, th this is the last, very last uh, episode for 2021. And then again, I want to thank you all for being here with me. Migs is no longer with us. I'm pretty sure it has something to do with this internet connection. Thank you so much, guys. Marky, before we end the show, bro, anyone that you, uh, anything that you want to promote, 
put some shout outs with uh take the floor bro um actually just wanted to inform everybody that Cebuano hoops live is still here all right we're gonna what? be back um now we're gonna be back soon. probably today did it turn out a job yeah keep supporting Cebuano hoops live and also um please like and subscribe my channel on youtube uh my page on facebook it's zero three two kicks by miller Right, so I do like some reviews of shoes. I do like anything shoe related and basketball related stuff. All right, okay. so and soon today, uh, probably January, we're gonna be opening uh, Jambakes and Jambi CC Gun in Naga, Naga City, in Naga City, right? Okay, gotcha. All right, so finally, oh, we're gonna I'm hit that up. January. Hit that up. All right, all right, so that's it. That's it. Yeah, uh, thanks, thanks, thanks so much, bro. Uh, I think we have Mig Migs on the line. Migs, you there, bro? You're still on mute. And then all right, all right, all right. Your picture's really weird, bro. It's just like you're staring at us. <laughs> yeah. Migs, brother, we are about to wrap up the show, bro. Um, just want to, you know, um, anyone that you would want to greet, promote, I know that you're cooking something, so please share it over to the world, bro. Take it, take the floor. And then Meg's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. It, it's really it is, the, it is the connection, bro. Because it's he told me earlier that it's it was raining like the entire the entire day uh for him. So yeah, man. Uh, what about you, JQ, Jeff, brother Jeff? Um, shout out hey, or anything you want to promote right now. Take it away. Now for me, uh, just a shout out to everybody who is watching Nothing But Up. Make sure to support the podcast for sure. Uh, Jameer Angelo, ready to bring you all the latest and greatest from uh with anything marketing related i know what you do with the dm world also that's pretty tight bro so um helping people you know come up with job online i think that's pretty cool and uh what hoops live hey we're making a comeback motherfucker we're on your cell phone the bed yo no we're gonna be live in 30 minutes we're on we're on we're on bro ah we're on Let's Stay just soon. try and get a quick breather, maybe. Your, your, <laughs> we'll be invading your Facebook and all that. Yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Bro. And again, <laughs> but that's about it for me, man. Um, it's been an honor to be on nothing but up. Awesome, bro. Awesome, bro. Appreciate you again, Mark. You know, you it's two so guys are the ones that are left now. So, <laughs> anyway, um, again, thank you, thank you so much uh, for being here. Um, I was really, really meaning again to to have all of you. Um, on my very last episode for this year, 2020. And uh, it's a cool thing to get, you know, again, a different perspective about, uh, you know, the events that did happen this year. Uh, a lot of takeaways for my audience. And uh, I'm pretty, pretty, uh, you know, blessed, uh, again, to have you in my show. Thank you so much, bros. Yes, sir. Anytime, hey, no anytime. Problem, awesome, yeah. awesome. So, guys, let's try and wrap this up. Again, this is Nothing But Up, the podcast. This is episode 21 of season one. 
And I'll see you next year, guys. See you on our next episode. Peace, y'all. I'm always flexing. Thanks for tuning in. Download this episode and pass on the news. Hit like and subscribe. Watch out for our next episode coming out next. Coming out next.